From WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the PRSA, welcome to PRSA Primetime, featuring exclusive news, highlights, and interviews. Reporting on location from the PRSA trade show floor, here is your host. This is Maria Retan with Webmaster Radio, and I am at lovely San Diego at the PRSA International Conference. And with me today is Gary McCormick, Director of Partnership Development, Home and Garden Television, and also the Chair-Elect of PRSA. Welcome. Happy to be here. Really happy to have you. It's been a very exciting conference so far. I think there were 3,000 plus people at opening ceremony. Um, you know, you, you must be really thrilled at the opportunity to be um, leading the organization at this time where there's so many things happening. I know they announced um, the case for building the case for public relations, APR plus M, lots of really exciting things happening. Can you express kind of um, your anticipation of these things as you enter into the job? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it not only from the standpoint of the, the PRSA, the society itself, and the things we're trying to do to advance the profession and the professional, but even the climate, and, and I talk about the economic climate, you know, very candidly, but also the work climate, the industry itself. It really is such an opportunity for us, and we heard from Todd Bullcoats this morning that this is the time to invest. This is where there's really opportunity, and if you have any liquid assets, you know, you could start companies or build companies. The ironic thing is for the public relations industry right now, for the public relations professional, it's really the same thing. We have an opportunity where companies are really craving somebody who can help them kind of dissect and navigate the communications um, and the multi-segmentation of communications. And, you know, I used to do one press release and send it out and my job was done and, you know, the word got out about my company and now everybody can select their media. They can select what they hear. They can select what they read because there really are so many venues for people to get information. So if you're trying to talk about your company's reputation, if you're trying to build relationship with your consumers, there's so many more touch points. So the opportunity for our profession is really profound. And then looking at social media, which becomes really a two-way communication, and everybody has an opportunity to publish now. And it has its upsides and downsides, but the one thing it has is an opportunity to get very fast and very inefficient feedback about what your consumer wants, and you could adapt to the market very quickly. So in addition to the business case for PR, where we're really defining the value the public relations can bring to customers and clients and the ways to do it and the research behind it and the tools you need and the research and the and the training that's that you can get from this the marketplace is opening up so for while some industries are closing um, I think we see nothing but golden opportunities for public relations. And I know many people agree with you, and it is an exciting time. What kind of goals do you have for the organization as you step into your new position? Well, one of the things about uh, at least Public Relations Society of America, we have 20,000 members, but we're such a diverse um, profession in the number of things you can do. You can do employee relations, you can do investor relations, you can do community relations, you can do media relations, you can do strategic planning, you can do event planning. We, our members touch so many parts of business and consumer interactions that it's very hard. If you said, well, we're going to train you to do PR, you can understand the multifaceted parts of this. 
one of the things that we're looking at next year is really providing those touch points for members to, to engage with the society where their passion is. And we have the new website up that gives us a much better opportunity to tell our story, but also for people to find the information they need, to network with the people they need, to get the training they need, and segment their own personal development um, while we're still advocating overall for the profession. So I think we're really working very hard to define all of those value points that our members get and all of those places where we can advocate for the profession as well. And so that's really kind of just a better broadening of the base and touching people where it really makes them matter to them and delivers value. What do you think some of the challenges are facing our profession right now? I think one of the things that we definitely are going to have to look at defining, and we should be at the table defining, is credible sources and authenticity. And I think that, you know, everybody in the social media talks about the fact that wiki pages and the... the community itself will self-police, but it does take time. And we have uh, companies who have a history of wanting to react quickly and change things quickly. And it's going to take a whole change of attitude in how companies can perceive things. And it's really very interesting as we work with all the students. We have over 10,000 students in PR programs across the country. The way they interpret the media, the way they look at the social media, the way they see things they really react and integrate that information much different than we do. They really see the difference between opinion and news and facts. And they can intermingle those things because they've actually come up and they've been trained much more in dissecting their media. We didn't have that. We had a media that was served as a watchdog to deliver the facts and the media has transitioned in many cases to be opinion holders and, and a lot more what we would have considered on the editorial page um, instead of the news page. So there's many, many different generations of how we digest and understand our media and I think we can sit at the table and help people understand that but I think one of the biggest challenges is literally because it's so segmented getting the, the real story or helping our clients put their story out not even if they're trying to defend themselves, but they're just trying to promote and reach the consumer that they can deliver goods to, gets more and more difficult. You know, we've been seeing a, a kind of a blending between the disciplines of advertising, digital interactive, and public relations, and we've seen the shift, too, for the money. A lot of it coming public relations way out of traditional advertising. Do you think as an industry we're positioned well to really take advantage of that shift that's happening? I think we definitely can take advantage of it, but I don't think that we are, it is ever going to be ours any more than it was ever advertising's. I think that it's really when we used to talk about integrated marketing communications and we all talk the game, but I you know, or walk the walk the walk or talk the talk, but I don't know that we walk the walk. And I think that literally the the marketplace is forcing us to do that. We have to work with our advertising and marketing counterparts even more because they understand that vehicle that's delivering it better than we do. They understand that negotiation of getting the placement, whereas we understand the messaging and the two-way communications. We understand when the message comes back what you need to then do to work with that message to react and to answer the question. So it's not a static where, where it goes one way, and it's very interesting. I've, I've told students for years and years, and I've actually told clients 
that, you know, in advertising you pay for placement, and in PR you pray for placement. That's right. Um, and so, you know, I think that the marketing and advertising people understand they've got to give up a little bit of that control of the message, and we understand we need their help to help deliver the message because we're in medias that they're familiar with already. Um, they already were working at developing websites. They were already working to develop, you know, banner advertising. They they are working in this media before us, and we're just adding another component to them. So I think we're working with them more and more, and both of us are going to have to give up a little of that control and understand the other side's value and strengths so that we end up being a bigger impact and a better impact for our clients. Talking about impact, um, as we wrap up, I know this is kind of a big topic to end on, but you alluded to it earlier when we talked about making the business case for PR. It's all about ROI and investment and the return on that investment. Um, as PR professionals, I know this is going to be a big focus of PRSA. Um, we have to get better, don't we, at, at showing that we can really move the needle on sales in order to get that money that we really deserve and be at the table and have those discussions in the C-suite? I, You know, I think that the value has always been there and we've innately known it. I don't think we've done a good job of communicating it. And I think that we, to a large extent, kept trying to communicate our value by our tactics as opposed to our outcomes. And I think that's the bigger thing that we're looking at. And it's very interesting because we have a four-step process of research, planning, implementation, and evaluation. Well, evaluation is strictly, did I meet those outcomes that I thought I was going to do? And in our strategic planning, if our objectives, and we know the objectives of our business, have those financial outcomes and we put it into our process, that's exactly what we'll measure. So we, we really are trained to do this innately. I think that what we have forgotten to do is sit down and understand the business outcomes that the company requires. And I think that's what the business case for PR does. It just gives us that new perspective of no different than the customer perceiving the value so they continue to buy your product. All we're doing is turning it inward. If the CEO, if you know what drives their boat, if you know what drives their business, and those are the outcomes they want, if that's in your four-step process, it's very easy to deliver it. And I think that's all we're doing is changing the perspective of what are the real objectives that matter to the company, not to the PR profession. So ask them what success looks like. Ask them what they need for their investor relations, for their consumer relations, for their employee relations, and deliver on those outcomes that really impact the business. Gary McCormick, new chair-elect of PRSA. Congratulations. Best of luck. Godspeed, and thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the annual Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, only on webmasterradio.fm.